1: That's 800-760-1845.
2: The motorsports world is where legends are made. The unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with Jim Beaver.
3: What is up? Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Yes, another week, another dose of your favorite action motorsports radio show. And let me tell you what—we are ramping things up this week to uh, to big heights. We got Supercross podium. Finisher in the 450 Division, Mr. Aaron Plessinger, making his Down and Dirty Radio show debut today. Yes, we got that interview, and we've got... Massive one for you Instagram fans. She is a big-time celebrity over on Instagram. Also a professional race car driver. Two million social media followers. Miss Lindsay Brewer will be on the show today. Looking forward to catching up with both of them. And then, if that's not enough, yes, swinging. Coming out swinging right out of the box here in hour number one. In the next segment, going to have my good friend Tiffany Stone. She's going to be here. We're going to be talking Easter Jeep Safari, ARA Rally, barrett-jackson auto auction and who knows where the hell else our conversation will go but you know what is going to happen yeah it's going to go down right here so two big guests we got tiffany stone here we got a lot to talk about a lots happening in the world of motorsports we are probably going to have some supercross talk here in hour number two and um Man, I, I don't know. We, we There's been all kinds of news, stuff swirling, Extreme E. Yes, tons of feedback on that. We got that going on. We got uh, lots of news in the world of off-road. Um, I don't know, IndyCar news. Yeah, we got some of that. I don't know. It, it's cranking. We got a lot to talk about, and it's all happening here. Two hours on the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks to all of our listeners overseas. On the American Forces Network, thank you to our troops for doing everything that you're doing. Stoked you're going to join us for the next two hours. Love that you guys uh, support the show. And uh, what I like even more is that, uh, man, heart goes out to you guys for doing what you do for our country. Everybody on Sports Byline, tune in on, uh, in on those 200 networks. Thank you, guys. As well as uh, our entire family over there at SiriusXM, Podcast One, uh, Apple Podcast. yes, everywhere this show airs thank you guys we couldn't do without you 10 years in we're still cranking we're a little radio show that could it's uh, maybe grown up just a hair over the years but not too far and uh, yeah not only that I'm going on one heck of a road trip I'm going to Supercross in Dallas I'm going to Bristol Tennessee to not only drink some whiskey but take in some dirt modifieds at the dirt track there at Bristol so uh, yeah lots going on and we're going to talk about it today right here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new GMAX RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down and dirty radio show since 2012
7: From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big, balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly.
6: catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty radio show on Apple Podcast and be sure to rate,
3: review and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty radio show powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my good friend Miss Tiffany Stone to the show today. Uh T Stone, it's uh man, it's uh it's been I don't know, it's been a weird year, but I feel like uh, things are getting back to normalcy. You've got three events you're going to, Easter Jeep Safari, 100 Acre Wood Rally, Barrett Jackson. I mean, I'm heading out to Supercross. I'm going to Bristol, Tennessee to watch some uh, dirt uh, dirt track action. I mean, uh, I feel like you and I, we're, we're getting back to kind of where we were like a little over 12 months ago, right?
8: No, exactly. And um, it seems like either things are going to be pushing really fast or, you know, not at all. And I think we're pushing in the really fast type of uh, area right now. And like you were saying, so many different events going on, you know, next week I'm heading out to hundred acre wood in Missouri. Then from there, go to Barrett Jackson, which is pretty awesome. Um, It's their Scottsdale auction, which usually happens in January, but obviously with COVID protocols and everything, they wanted to be able to make sure it went off and no problem. So they're actually moving it to, um, you know, in a few weeks, and they're actually allowing, you know, Spectators, I guess, or people wanting to come in, and every day, you know, general admit, you know, attendants come in and everything. And then from there is uh, Easter Jeep Safari, which I'm super happy about. Still a little bummed because you know it's a different type of Easter Jeep Safari, but it sounds pretty cool. Um, You know, Jeeps actually going to be there and have a big presence, so that's going to be kind of cool. And um, I'm actually in Auburn Hills right now, where you know headquarters is for Jeep and everything, getting a new wrap put on. So. Pretty excited about that and
3: just kind of moving along. Look at you getting freshly wrapped for 2021. I know uh, I did that about a month ago. So, uh, I don't know. It always feels good to get a fresh wrap. I like it. It's like you get to be, get a little creative, like change things. Like, I, I don't change mine. Well, we went from blue to red one year, which is a massive change. But I feel like, I don't know, I like that. Like, you get to see the new logos and he brought in his partners. And, like, there's a the whole design thing. Like, to me, it just gives you kind of a fresh start to the new year. I love it.
8: Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when you get your hair cut, you know, it's just like, oh, I feel a little better, a little newer. And then, like you said, um, I'm still kind of staying with the red and black theme, obviously, throwing some psychedelic on there as well. So it'll be kind of similar, but it'll be different. So it's same, same, but different. Um, But I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, just at the shop right now, it's actually getting wrapped. So hopefully, I'll be able to release that soon. And you know, EJS is a huge thing for anybody that's in the Jeep, you know, community or Jeep market as well. I mean, it's Eastern Jeep Safari. So, pretty excited to go out to Moab and be able to do some things that I've never really done. I was there for Trail to Sema stuff, but I was so new to the game. I mean, I ran Pritchett Canyon, which is one of the hardest trails out there, or if not the hardest, depending on whom you ask. And I did that on my second day wheeling ever, and then did Moab Rim on day three. And then that kind of was like a whirlwind for me. So kind of excited to go back. Uh, I think I'm going to run Pritchett again um, with some friends, so it should be a good time.
3: Yeah, and uh, I don't know, that's that's exciting. You know, one thing I was reading, Ford is going to have a massive presen- presence at Easter Jeep Safari, and I, uh, I kind of chuckled because I'm like, you know, the Bronco, obviously they're aimed at the Jeep market. Like, are, are they going to be embraced there, or are – you know the Jeep people gonna like t- turn the cold shoulder like it should be interesting. We got this little war going on between Jeep and Bronco people, and uh, and obviously Bronco isn't even live in the flesh. But I, I'm like, man, that's a statement. Ford showing up to something called Easter Jeep Safari like uh, it's it's gonna. I'm kind of interested to see what the hell happens, Tiff.
8: No, I'm pretty excited. You know, I had that chance to drive the uh, the Broncos for the Outer Banks Edition, and it was nice. Obviously, it's a way different than the It's way different than all that. Uh, you know, I'm a three-and-a-half-inch lift on 37s where that's pretty stock, and so it was nice. Um, I mean, for what it is, I'm really kind of excited to see the Sasquatch Edition come out and see what that's all about, but who knows what's going to happen. Um, either way, pretty excited about it all. It's my first Easter Jeep Safari, like I said. It's going to be a little bit different, but pretty excited to to head out there and see some stuff happen. So, I don't know. It, sh- it should be a good time, though.
3: Yeah, Moab's always a good time. Like, it's – I I put it into perspective because people always, you know, ask me about Moab and especially Arizona people. And I'm like, well, you know Sedona? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, what do you think of Sedona? And they're like, it's beautiful. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, so Moab is Sedona, but they allow you to take off-road vehicles all over the cool st- – I oh, almost said a bad word there, the cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm like, that, that. that's what Moab is. I'm like, take Sedona and then, you know, add in off-road cars. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yep, it's, I, I don't know, is Sedona or is Moab more beautiful? That's actually an interesting, uh, interesting question. That might be a social media question there.
8: That could, it could be my this or that, which one is better. I mean, I do like Sedona. There's some areas you can do, um, Schneppley Hill, of course, there's like a a two arrows or broken arrow or something like that. Um, you know, I've done, but it's, it's not like the slick rock that's out in Moab or Sand Hollow, you know, it's not that grippy rock where you just feel invincible all the time. And don't get me wrong. Like I'm still nervous about to do Pritchett. Obviously I'm still learning with everything you know, and you just need a lot of seat time. Here in Michigan, we don't have that, you know, type of terrain. Um, that's why I kind of enjoy being out west and going to Arizona and doing all that. So it's going to be quite, kind of cool. I'm really excited about it, but I'll, I'll let you know after EJ asks what I think is better because I visit Sedona two, three times a year, so I'll let you know.
3: Yeah, you got to feel pretty comfortable with your driving skills now compared to when you just got started out a few years ago though, right? I mean, you said you're a little bit nervous, I get that. But you gotta be feel so much more comfortable now than you did then.
8: It is. You know, I do feel a little bit more comfortable. If I'm gonna say that I don't get nervous, obviously that's a lie. But um I'm excited to be going with the people that it's gonna be out there and it should just be, you know, overall general good time and what I've realized too is I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I still have to drive the vehicle all the way back home. I don't trailer Lucifer, so it is what it is. And if people want to say that, I'll be like, "All right, well, you're not driving it. You're not the one who's going to have to fix it when you get back."
3: Yeah, true statement there. So, in addition to that, I know uh, we got a couple things to talk about today. But uh, Hundred Acre Wood is coming up. This has uh, always largely been uh, one of the one of the bigger ARA events um you know or rally america events national stage rallies i guess uh you know over the last couple of decades i know this one of ken block's personal favorites but uh i haven't really looked at the entry list but uh i mean hundred acre wood this is one of those big ones i mean this one and i would say uh probably new england forest rally is always pretty big as well but uh i mean this one's coming up this is big tiff
8: no this is a big one um Obviously, Travis Pastrana is going to be there again. I know he's running the whole thing um, this year when I got a chance to talk to him at Snowdrift. Um, I know there is obviously some people in there. Ken Block's been there before. Word is on the street that he's probably going to be there. We don't know 100% because they always like to put, um, you know, the entries in there and not put the names necessarily. So looking forward to that. Um, I actually missed it my first few years because the first year I was with ARA – I was already committed to another event, so I missed that one. And then last year, obviously, with COVID stuff, they canceled that. So no spectators this year. However, it should still be a good time. Um, Pretty excited to be down there. They did make Show Me Rally last year, a national event instead of a regional. So I've been in the area. I just, you know, sometimes sometimes you know, ARA stage rally and stuff is pretty cool with spectators there. Cause you have the, you know, park expose, park for May. Like it's cool to see all those people, all the vehicles all lined up. So a little different, but excited that it's still going to go and, and happen.
3: Yeah. Well, and truth be told, I, ARA won't say this, but you know, they're not going to have, uh, you know, park exposes, things like that. But truth be told there's a lot of people going to be standing along the side of the course in the woods. Like it's just, that's just facts. Like it's not, it's not spectators, but it's kind of like in Baja. How do you tell people they can't watch out in the middle of nowhere? So I think there's going to be plenty of spectators lining the course. That's just me putting it out there, but I get it publicly. It's not a spectator rally. Correct.
8: Publicly, not behind closed doors. You're probably
3: right. Yeah. I'm starting to look at things though, Tiff, And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting because there's a lot of weather moving in over the next week into, uh, you know, the middle part of the country. I know Colorado is supposed to get just pounded with snow. Um, it should, I, I don't know that there's going to be snowy conditions there. I think it's going to lift before then, but it could be pretty muddy and wet by the time rally time hits.
8: No, exactly. And that's going to change a lot of stuff, especially out on the, you know, the different types of roads that they have. We all know, you and I both know, once it gets really muddy, it, it could either be super slick, you could, you know, have an off and it'd be completely different. So, you know, I really put a lot of, like, emphasis on how great some of the drivers and even the co-drivers are when it comes to driving in different conditions. Yes, obviously, we can all drive in perfect conditions, but throw some different uh, weather stuff in there, and it really shows you how great the drivers
3: really are. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. Well we got more to talk about in regards to that. Uh, we've also got some big news coming out of Barrett-Jackson. I need you be on site there, but uh, we're going to hit that up after the break right here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
6: and dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler.
3: Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here along with uh, my partner in crime, Tiffany Stone, talking a little uh, 100-acre wood rally. we got some Barrett Jackson to talk <laughs> about. I will say, one of my favorite 100-acre wood rallies was uh, a couple years ago. I was out there doing... Uh, um, Doing, I guess, podium interviews and uh, and you know and that type of stuff and uh, Rally America Radio, we called it at the time. But uh, um, there was a race, and you asked Travis and you asked David Higgins, probably both one of the best battles in their career. But uh, they came into the finish and literally they were coming in over two days, and it was within like half a second here, second there, half a second here, and like literally going out into the last stage. I think pastrana had higgins by one second overall for the entire rally, and uh it was literally like travis came in and uh, they're getting ready to go out and snow is starting to go and it was slick and everything else travis came in he's sweating literally like completely drenched in sweat white knuckles i go to interview tp and tp was just literally like a ghost like he was driving the wheels off his car. Higgins is Mr. Iceman. Like he's one second by Trav. He comes in. Hey Jimmy. Like literally, like Iceman. Like nothing. You know, they go out in the last thing, and I give Travis credit. He drove the wheels off of that car and ended up beating Higgins by like less than a second. And uh, it was the wildest rally I think I've ever been to. And Trav comes in and like completely drenched at the finish line in sweat Higgins was still like laughing, but both of them, it was just an amazing rally, but it's like, so it's so rare that things go down to the wire like that with two drivers. And uh, I don't know, that was probably out of all the rallies I've been to, which is a lot over the last decade. That was probably one of my favorites.
8: That's awesome. Yeah. No, I'm pretty excited to see what's going to happen down here. And especially because, you know, it's still the beginning of the season, but this is still the time, like, you know, you need to push, you need to keep going, you need to do all this stuff because it's easier to know the times that you need to make up rather than be like, oh, no, well, I need to make up all of these rallies. I need all of these points and just keep pushing, pushing. I'm, I'm pretty excited uh, just to see all the different stuff that's about to happen down there, too. So
3: Yeah, definitely, definitely going to be good stuff. But uh, switching gears a little bit, Tiff, we got to talk about uh, this, little, this little thing that happens in Arizona every year called Barrett-Jackson. Uh, Bear Jackson traditionally, I believe, is in, what, January? Um, but due to COVID, things yeah. like that, they pushed it back. Um, and, uh, man, uh, you were telling me off the air, but uh, you probably I, – I kind of have been paying attention to Bear Jackson. There's some massive stuff going down at Bear Jackson this year, though.
8: Yeah, no, the, uh, the docket is just crazy. We have uh, over 930, about 935 uh, different vehicles that are going to be there, you know, different types of vehicles as well. Obviously, Super Saturday is just going to be immaculate. So many great things. Um, Edsel Ford II actually is selling two of his vehicles from there. There are eight charity cars, and I think out of all, out of them, seven of them are 2021 Vin ones. So those are all going to be out there as well. They're also going to sell a, a, a VIN number five for a Thunderbird, but it was the first one that was ever sold sold in America. So there's just a bunch of cool iconic cars. There's like the Winkler collection is there. Um, there's a private collection. So we don't know who the consigner is or anything, but they're selling their private collection. The racer collection is there as well. And it's just so many immaculate, beautiful cars. And, you know, I'm pretty excited to, to see them. They have some different Chrysler Imperials, of course, the Bel of course, the Corvettes and you know, after going through the docket and just seeing how many great vehicles there are, obviously I love the red and black ones. I'm a huge jet age person. I love the 50s, the 60s, of course, all the Mopar vehicles being from Detroit. So, you know, anybody who follows me, let me know if there's some vehicles you want to see. Obviously, I'll be highlighting um, um, throughout the days, but it's excited. We have four days of live auction. Um, They're actually going to be auctioning five days uh, instead of six, but they're doing the five days, and then I, for sure, will be auctioning on um, – it's going to be on FYI and history. And then, like I said, Super Saturday is just immaculate, and we'll be on for nine hours on Saturday. So 12 to uh, 9 Arizona time, local to that, and pretty excited. Like I said, all bin, bin number ones out there, I mean, those have to go for more than you would ever expect.
3: Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, that's a lot right? to be at one show at one point in time. Like, uh, it's got to—it's probably shaping up, you know, it, it, to be one of the biggest Barrett Jacksons probably ever. And uh, you got to think, mm-hmm. like, people have been sitting at home for a year. And uh, a lot of people have more disposable money now than they did, you know, before COVID started because they haven't really spent anything. They couldn't go anywhere in the last year. Like I could see prices come, going just crazy this year at the, uh, this is probably a really big Barry Jackson for, you know, not only to be out in person, but uh, for all of us tuning in at home, like I think this one's going to be top notch.
8: Oh, and it's their 50th anniversary. So you know they had to bring out all the big stops for it, so I'm I'm excited. And like I said, we're going to be on air. You know, eight six hours on Wednesday, eight hours Thursday and Friday, and then nine hours on Saturday.
3: So, pretty pumped. Yeah, it's going to be big, Tiff. So uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, uh, what else is going on? I know, uh, obviously, you know, we talked about EJS. We've uh, talked about uh, a little of everything today. I mean, uh, what what else is on the horizon for you? What uh, what other events we're we going to see at? Uh, probably a, a lot of different
8: short course racing as well. There's some other Jeep events. Um, I'm going to have to miss out on Daytona Jeep beach. Uh, really wanted to go to that one, but going to be doing some other stuff. Um, Toledo Jeep fest later on Holly off road fest later on, um, all the short course stuff for champ with vision wheel, of course. And then just kind of whatever is out there. Um, still the stage rally, still bear Jackson. I'm looking forward to the mint, even though that's in December, you know, we normally would have been last week or whatnot, but just excited. And then, you know, working on Lucifer, he just got re-geared to 488. So pretty, you know, nice about that one. Obviously I can use all of my gears now instead of uh, just getting stuck in six and manually having to put it in seventh and eighth. And anybody who has a Jeep, you know, exactly what I'm talking about, but yeah, just pretty excited about that. Hopefully, you know, see some more things happening. And I don't know, I just it it feels good to kind of be somewhat back to normal.
3: Yeah, well, and I know you and I kind of Really kind of felt it at uh, Cranon last year. You know, that was really the first big event with people. And, I mean, it was an amazing time. And, uh, yeah, I like you said, I'm kind of looking forward to uh, being back to normal. See, I know I, I'm getting ready to uh, head out on a little road trip and uh, going to spend some time in Texas. And I'm going to Supercross, and I'll be at Super Tuesday next week. And it's got me excited because – Supercross is one of the few series, them and NASCAR, really out of the box, kind of figured out how to get this thing going last May and June, and Supercross did their series, and I, I get to go to Super Tuesday around, which is kind of something kind of new they instituted this year after the pandemic, they ran a couple of them last year, but, um, you know, they're doing like the pod seating, things like that, I'm kind of excited to go to an event like that and be at a stadium With fans and and see how they've been able to actually accomplish what they did and have the series kind of run. I mean, they were the one of one of the very first ones back last year. So that's got me kind of excited. And then Bristol, Tennessee, the dirt track. I mean, they're, you know, you got the most one of the most iconic NASCAR tracks ever, and they cover it in dirt. And, you know, you bring in fans to a basically a coliseum. It's, I don't know, it's got me excited. I got some fun stuff out of me too. So it's going to be kind of cool to see how that shakes out and to see how all these different venues and different places around the country have handled COVID and handled things and how they're getting back to normal. That's got me kind of, kind of amped, to be honest with you.
8: No, agreed. And then obviously, you know, we'll, we'll have to link back up in a few weeks and talk, talk about all our great adventures.
3: Yeah, that is definitely it. Well, Tiff, always fun uh, having you on the show. Thank you, and uh, until next time. Well, thanks a lot, Tiffany Stone, for taking the time to call into the show. Uh, yeah, man, uh, that's one I haven't forgot about. EJS, I, I know it's kind of – it's an interesting EJS this year, which Moab become one of my favorite places in the entire world. I've only been there once, but uh, it has that kind of effect on people. But Barrett-Jackson. I always forget about that every year, um, and it's here in Arizona. I've been once, but it's this year, man. The amount of cars, sheer amount of cars uh, that are going to be there. Um, it's it's definitely going. Uh, it's definitely going to be uh, going to be interesting, man. I think uh, a lot of people are going to show up there. Is anything like what we have one of the off-road uh, trade shows last year decided they were going to do it in. Uh, uh Phoenix and so many people showed up the whole entire thing got shut down um because literally it just couldn't handle the capacity crowd uh obviously Barrett Jackson not going to be that much wild west but uh, yeah I could see uh see a lot of people showing up for that that's for sure so yeah I mean there's a lot happening in the next couple of weeks I mean obviously we've got everything going on with super track super cross we've got uh you know we still got snow cross haven't talked about that this year time to get my buddy Levi LaValle on the show I think but we got that going on um, but you know we got Obviously, Dirt Track, Bristol, uh, that's happening with NASCAR and everything else they're running there. You know, IndyCar is upon us. We've got NHRA. We haven't even talked about NHRA. I'm going to do that today. Uh, that's cranking here, um, which is going to be absolutely massive to uh, to start the year. Um, and then we've got, uh, you know, what else do we have? I mean, it's, it's just madness. You know, we, we've got uh, off-road San Felipe coming up, Easter Jeep Safari barrett jackson coming up ara rally um nitro rallycross just announced their calendar we got to dive into that today as well um i mean you know that's not till this fall but uh, we got silver state two best of the desert races coming up um you know and i'm talking in the next 30 day window like it's crazy the sheer amount of motorsports pleasurement that is going to uh, be happening here very very soon i mean uh uh, motorsports has been put back together. That is absolutely for certain, man. People in the motorsports world are cranking. I'm excited to be a part of it. Uh, it's going to be uh, one hell of a ride the next month. I know I'm barely even at home. I'm looking at my schedule, like literally land from one event, home for two days, fly out to another one, home for a couple days, fly out to another one. Man, it's a, it's a bender. Uh, for those of us that were tired of sitting around last year, my year has definitely changed for, 20, um, for, for 2020, and uh, hopefully your guys has, has it as well, but uh, we will be here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show to bring you all of it uh, right here to your listening enjoyment on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Well, welcome back here to the Gentle Tire Down a Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Ah, man, we got a slam-packed hour number two. Lindsey Brewer, Aaron Plessner coming at you. Uh, I'm going to wrap up hour number one, though, talking about some stuff we haven't had a chance to talk about so far yet this year, NHRA. Uh, we've also got uh, the new Nitro Rallycross schedule dropping, which is massive. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to get to that. But before we do, you know, we've got an amazing partner in the show, our good friends at Manscaped. And, you know, COVID spring break is right around the corner, and you know what that means? Spring break in your pants. Yes, Manscaped is here to ensure the party in your pants never stops. Even Veronica Corningstone wouldn't say no to this pants party. For everyone preparing for a pants party this spring break, I have an exclusive 20% off discount. Yes, use the code JimBeaver at Manscaped.com. Manscaped is dedicated to helping keep your level of full body grooming on Point. The perfect package 3.0 kit. It comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0 and it's waterproof and it's a cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. This is the best trimmer on the market for those who need it on the chest or in the balls. Yes, let me tell you, I use this thing. It's amazing. You can't cut yourself. It's damn near impossible to do it. It will take your body grooming to the next level. It's a third-gen trimmer with a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by our friends at Manscaped. You can also adjust the settings to get the length you like. and You can stay on top of it all with almost no effort at all. Don't ruin any vibes this spring break or upcoming summer. With, uh, you know, stuff peeking out and coming out of your uh, board shorts. Don't want that. But be sure and use their crop cleanser body wash to uh, keep your hair and skin feeling healthy. And inside the perfect package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver. It's a deodorant, anti-chafing, all deodorant, moisturizer because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your board shorts all day. You'll also find the Crop Reviver. It's a toner, a spray-on Toner that's designed to give your little boys a slice of heaven. And for a limited time, subscribers get two free gifts the Shed Travel Bag, it's a $40 value, and the patented high performance reduced shaving Manscaped Boxers. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code beaver at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always get the right tools for the job. Don't forget 20% off and free shipping. With the code Jim Beaver at Manscaped.com, it's 20% off plus free shipping, Manscaped.com. You just go, Jim Beaver, say aloha to your new beautiful boss with Manscaped. Yes, 20% off and free shipping, Jim Beaver. It's all you need to know. And uh, with that, it's time for us to continue uh, this, uh, I guess, no pants party, right? Uh, I'm sitting here with pants on. May need to just pull those off for this next segment. It's got me excited. Yes, excited to talk about some Rallycross. been a long time coming. Rallycross season. Can we even say that? We didn't have any in 2020. I know ever since Red Bull GRC found its exit, we've had ARX come and go. We've had Nitro Rallycross. Our boy Travis Pastrana has the formula figured out, and then COVID hit and uh things were derailed. But. We've finally got Nitro Rallycross upon us. You're going to go over this schedule with me, and you know what you're going to find out? Yes, none of these parking lot racetracks. They're going to real facilities to race. It's got me excited. This is what we needed for Rallycross, and let me tell you, our boy TP199, he has this all figured out. So, it's an all-fall schedule, and uh, I got to tell you, they got this one stretch that's like three weeks straight. It's going to be brutal, but for those of you in the Southwest like me, you're going to like this schedule. So, they kick things off. Salt Lake City. Utah Motorsports Campus. Yes, you know this from the Nitro World Games. They run Nitro Rallycross there about four. Insane track, crossover jump, massive. And our boy TP199 and Nitro Rallycross are doing it again September 24th and 25th. One week later, they move to Reno, Wild West Motorsports Park. You know that from the short course series that now no longer exists. Also, Ultra 4 runs their nationals there. October 2nd, 3rd, Wild West Motorsports Park in Reno. They are dropping bombs there. Then they're moving to uh, one of my favorite cities in the world, Minneapolis. Actually, Elk River, right outside of Minneapolis erx motor park yes the home of our boy andrew carlson and uh, short course racing's a great place to do snowmobile racing there snow bike racing amazing facility if you haven't ever been there you need to it's badass and that's october 9th and 10th then they're going to take uh, about a month long break because halloween right everybody needs to take a break for halloween yeah i agree Moving back to Phoenix. Yes, my home state. Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park, November 13th and 14th, 2021. And uh, then to cap things off with the finale, they're moving to North Florida. Yes, they're going to give you East Coast people a an event of your own. Yes, they're moving to North Florida. The Firm in Florida, December 4th and 5th, 2021. Five Weekends of racing, Nitro Rallycross is here, Rallycross is back. From what I understand, they have one of the biggest Rallycross entry lists they've had in a long, long time that is going to be competing in this. I think we're going to see even more drivers as we get closer. I'm looking at, uh, you know, looking down their list of drivers who have competed in the past. I mean, uh, you know, the last couple of years, got TP, Timmy Hansen, Tanner Faust, Steve Arpin, Scott Speed, Patrick Sandel. Um, you know, I don't know who's going to be back. Ken Block be great to see Block back. You know, Chris Atkinson, Atko. Um, you know, it, it's been a year. You know, it's been that long since we've had a rally cross here in the U.S. You know, it's uh, it's Far too long, well over a year. I'm excited to uh, to have it back, uh, to have it cranking. And uh, man, this is uh, this is big, big stuff. Uh, you know, I, I can't understate it enough. This is massive for uh, us rally and rallycross fans. You know, stage rally is um, in a great place with Dirtfish. It really, truly is. Um, Dirtfish coming in, helping out. Uh, Steve Rimmer, the owner of Dirtfish, she's passionate. They've helped rallycross in the past. But you know, they're true calling a stage rally. They're going to do great things with that. Travis Pastrana and Nitro being involved in rallycross. Um, this is big. This is what the uh, this is what the industry needed. This is what rallycross needed. TP has a vision. He understands tracks. He understands excitement. He understands what fans and sponsors want what no better guy to carry the torch um i'm really really excited to uh, see this five uh weekend series and i'm gonna be uh who knows maybe at all five rounds like this is gonna be uh this is gonna be huge it's gonna be epic i'm excited for it and uh, that calendar is out go to nitro follow him on social media they got all the details right there but uh um, you know it sounds like uh, they 've got even bigger stuff coming uh in the pipeline as well, so uh, I think they 're moving to electrics at some point, and uh this is this is going to be huge, so yes, that is happening even more so even sooner than that though we 've got uh we got a little bit of, uh, you know, this series called the NHRA coming. Yes, NHRA, it's been a long, long week, or a long, long week. Yeah, it's been a long week for me. Um, but uh, what I meant to say is it's been a long off-season for the NHRA. Um, you know, normally this fire back up in early February. They've delayed until mid, mid-March uh, for many, many reasons. But, uh, you know, namely being that um, it's... Uh, you know, they wanted to be able to run these events with fans. NHRA is a series that you got to have fans at. Like, it just doesn't make sense to run it without fans, uh, and they need to be at capacity. I know NHRA ran kind of limited fan counts at a lot of the events last year, but um, let me tell you, if you've never experienced NHRA in person, you need to. This is, TV does not do this justice. Um, I've been standing right behind these top field cars in the water box, and it's amazing, but um, you know, even in the fans, you, you got to feel the rumble in your chest. You got to, you know, smell the fumes and, and get that burning in your eyes and in your lungs. And once you do that, you understand why top fuel cars and funny cars are some of the baddest machines on the planet. And uh, NHRA delivers that. And you, need, you, you can't get that through TV, right? So they got the Gator Nats coming up, which they're kicking off with the Gator Nats. This is one of the biggest marquee events of the year for the NHRA and they're kicking it off. Uh, Then they're going to take a month long break before they come back to, uh, to Phoenix. Uh, I believe it's Phoenix. Um, But uh, you know, it's uh, excuse me. It's going to be in Pomona. The winter Nats. uh, Normally they run in Phoenix. They're not running that they're running. uh, They're running in uh, Pomona. Sorry. Excuse me. But they're taking a month off to do it. They'll be doing that in April. But uh, yes, Gator Nats in Florida. Fans are going to be invited. Uh, it's also got the bikes. This is kicking off NHRA in a big way this weekend. I am looking forward to it. I'll be tuned in on TV. Possibly, I'm going to be traveling. But uh, you know, not only that, but uh, you know, this—the big news is the big storyline coming out of this. John Force Racing—they're back. Yes, last year. When everything hit with COVID, uh, they decided to, uh, you know, pull the plug on their program, take the rest of the year off, really kind of assess the situation, move forward, plan for 2021. And that's what they did. You know, uh, a lot of you are wondering, you know, is John Force Racing, are they going to be as good? Are they going to be on point like they have in the past? Well, I mean, it's John freaking Force Racing. Yes, of course, they're going to be on point. But, you know, uh, I I don't know. You know, are we going to see big things out of them around round one? Or is it going to take them a round or two to get their feet back under them? I don't know. Are they, you know, winning threats? Absolutely. Yeah. From day one, they are. But, you know, I I don't know. Is that going to affect them? Is that, you know, kind of almost taking a year off? Is that going to hurt them? I don't know. It's it's definitely one of the storylines. And not only that, Steve Torrance posted today. My boy Steve, he is in the hunt for a fourth title. You know, hunt starts this weekend, he said. And, uh, you know, them Torrance boys, them Capco boys, uh, Steve and Billy, man, they are a force to be reckoned with. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them um, – them in action as well. Antron Brown, he's uh, got a uh, new agreement with SiriusXM. I mean, there's been a lot happening with NHRA. They got a new title sponsor, uh, you know, in uh, Camping World. And uh, it's uh, it's a big deal. And what? This is a 70 years of NHRA drag racing. It's crazy. NHRA been around for 70 70- years. So, uh, yeah, lots going on. It's, uh, it's going to be a massive, massive weekend of racing, uh, supercross moving to Dallas Arlington, uh, for a triple header, uh, this weekend as well. Um, you know, and like we said, you know, the, uh, dirt track at Bristol being covered in dirt. And, uh, I am really looking forward to uh, being out there next week being able to see that. Um, you know, I, it's, yeah, I've never even been to Bristol but to go to Bristol and see it covered in dirt that's going to be crazy. It's going to be uh it's going to be exciting. That's uh that's definitely for sure. But uh looking at that calendar I, I know I'm going out there but it uh, looks like uh they're that not till the end of March is uh, NASCAR going to hit the dirt at Bristol. They got Phoenix and Atlanta coming up, but uh, they're going to run a bunch of different events in the lead up to uh, NASCAR. Make sure the track's right. So those of you in that area, definitely come on out. Uh, I know Steve Arpin's going to be racing. Got Vision Wheel, my teammate uh, Cam Reimers. He's going to be racing out there. So lots of good stuff happening at uh, at Bristol as well. But uh, man, let me tell you, it is uh, there's a lot, lot happening in the world of motorsports. You got anything you want me to chime in on? I will say we got a Facebook group. Um, it is called Jim Beaver uh, Jim Beaver's Action Motorsports Discussion. Almost two thousand members. Lots of good conversation going on in regards to the world of motorsport in that group. And uh, we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Off road, great. Want to talk about Formula One? Great. Want well, to talk about just cars, Broncos, Jeeps? I don't care. Come on out. You know, share your thoughts and your comments. So head over there and, uh, you know, and get in that conversation. It's uh it's really, really good stuff that we've got cranking in that group. And, um, you know, it's always it surprises me who shares a link or a video or something like that. I mean, once in a while there's some car memes shared and funny videos and and crashes and things like that. But uh, definitely definitely a good group if you uh, like what you hear on the show. So go to Facebook, check it out. And I'm at JimBeaverFish on all forms of social media but uh, yeah I am going to uh, take a short commercial break we will be back after this we're going to wrap up our number 1 and prime the pump for our number 2 our number 2 like I said once again it's going to be massive we got Lindsay Brewer Instagram uh, yeah Instagram model she owns that but uh, uh also race car driver and we got Supercross rider Aaron Plessinger on the line right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
10: Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-258-18. 5818 we will even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt free faster than you ever thought possible. Without debt consolidation or bankruptcy, we depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-258-18. That's 1-800-258-18. 1-800-258-18.
11: I don't even recognize
12: myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
11: Hey, look. I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill. But I was out of options.
12: I, I just want to tell him...
11: Call Quit Drugs
1: 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
13: Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit rexmd.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. That's REXMD.com. dot com.
3: Well, well, well. That's uh, all she wrote for here for hour number one here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. But uh, you do not want to go anywhere. We got one of the biggest hour number twos in a long, long time coming at you. Two blockbuster guests, Lindsey Brewer, Aaron Plessinger, right here on the show. Uh, things are going to get real big, real quick as we kick off hour number two. If you got fan questions for them, uh, lots of Lindsey Brewer fans out there, and probably a lot of Plessinger fans as well. At Jim Beaver fifteen, and we'll get those answered on the show. Uh, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. Probably DMs on Instagram will work, um, and Twitter. That'll be the place I see them quickest. But uh, hit me up at Jim Beaver fifteen. We'll get those answered uh, very, very quick. Do want to mention uh, this show being brought to you by our good friends at Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped.com Need some help below the waist. They can get you dialed in, get 20% off and free shipping with the code JimBeaver at Manscaped.com. It's 20% off and free shipping, Manscaped.com, using the code JimBeaver. And, uh, yeah, if you're going to be out at uh, Supercross, hit me up on the social media machine. Um, I would like to meet some of you guys. We get uh, lots of listeners from around the country, and uh, I love uh, love hearing from you guys. Love hearing your stories. What you like about the show? What you don't like about the show? So, uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I don't think uh, with with all these COVID protocols. I know Texas is open, wide open. I think there's still masks in certain areas, things like that. Supercross still requiring masks. Uh, it's up to the individual, I, I think, event and organization and facility to decide whether whether or whether or not masks are required. Um, so. Doing a meetup probably isn't the best thing at Supercross. But if you're gonna be there and I'm gonna be there, like uh I would love to meet you guys. I'm not doing like a formal meetup, but uh yeah, it's at Jim Beaver fifteen. Let's do it. Uh let's uh let's you know, let's hang out. Who knows? Maybe you'll see me at uh having a beer somewhere or something like that. But uh, it would be cool to meet some of you listeners of the show. And I know I mean Texas is truck country. It's off-road country. We've got a lot of listeners in Texas to this show. So, uh, yeah. And I think, what, TexPlex. Yeah, that's another one. TexPlex got a big big, uh, UTV race happening uh, this weekend or next weekend, too. I mean, there's so much happening in the world of motorsports right now. Like, it's just bananas. It's hard to... It's hard to even uh, be able to keep track of everything. It's crazy. I need you guys to help me keep me on track. But, uh, yeah, Uh, we're going to take a short commercial break. And, um, yeah, when we come back, it is going to be hour number two. We've got Aaron Plessinger, and we've got uh, Lindsey Brewer on the show. Slant-packed hour number two. That's coming at you right after the break here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio show. And it's powered by... Polaris Razor. You're listening to
4: the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
14: USA Radio
13: News
6: with Lance Pride.
15: Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer is facing criticism and perhaps legal action over a nursing home policy that her administration put in place in the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. Initially, patients who tested positive for COVID were placed in the same nursing facility with patients who did not have the COVID. Macomb County Prosecutor Peter Lacito is expected to announce an effort to prosecute Whitmer for her nursing home policy. Whitmer said she remains proud of her team's overall response to the coronavirus. South Dakota moved to legalize medical marijuana after a dispute between the House and Senate to delay the process. Because of the dispute, initiated Measure 46 will take place July 1, 2021, and will legalize the use of medical marijuana. Governor Kristi Noem, the Republican from South Dakota, said she is concerned about the provisions that allow people to grow marijuana at home, as there is no cap on the number of plants. About 70% of voters in 2020 elections were in favor of legalizing medical and recreational marijuana. USA Radio News.
9: Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
6: The product that you have given me here is, as far as I'm concerned, sent to me from heaven. I love it a great deal. It's hard to find anything that's
5: real
1: nowadays. I enjoy it immensely. It's making my life so much better. I feel so much better. And During this pandemic, I have no worries whatsoever. My immune system has got to be at a top-notch level. I don't seem to get colds or anything. I don't know what getting sick is anymore. This is so cool.
9: Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA.
15: COVID-19 infections, hospitalizations, and death numbers have been dropping across the nation. Another state is lifting COVID-19 restrictions on its citizens. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports.
4: Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt says he's lifting all COVID-19 restrictions in the state. There will be no statewide restrictions on
15: events or Oklahomans. I'm also removing the requirements to wear a mask in state buildings.
4: The Republican governor making the announcement on Thursday, saying, though, people are encouraged to wear a mask depending on their circumstances. He also reminds everyone. COVID
15: is still here, still in Oklahoma, it's still in the United States, and we still need to do our part. You can still... And you're even encouraged to wear a mask depending on your circumstances. Eleven U.S. states never had a mask mandate for its citizens throughout the entire COVID-19 pandemic. Seven states have recently dropped the mask mandate in favor of local compliance. The COVID-19 virus was released into the world from Wuhan, China. USA Radio News. After a six-woman came forward claiming New York Governor Democrat Andrew Cuomo of sexual assault, impeachment of Cuomo is becoming louder. Wendy King from the Pacific Northwest USA Radio News Bureau reports.
14: The New York State Assembly authorized an impeachment investigation into allegations of sexual misconduct against Governor Andrew Cuomo amid growing calls for the Democrat to resign from office. The announcement came after the New York governor's office said it referred allegations of sexual misconduct by Cuomo to the Albany Police Department. The Albany Times Union reported fresh allegations of sexual misconduct, saying an aide to the governor said he groped her at the executive mansion in 2020, reaching under her blouse and touching her. This is the sixth woman to come forward to accuse him of misconduct, offering the most serious allegations yet. Cuomo denied the allegations, saying he's never done anything like that. New York Attorney General Letitia James appointed two attorneys to lead the investigation into allegations from several women. They'll be tasking with issuing subpoenas, examining documents, conducting interviews and analyzing data regarding the allegations and the Cuomo administration's handling of the situation.
15: The Albany Police Department has also began looking at the most recent allegations. NASCAR is in Phoenix, Arizona this weekend. The Instacart 500 will start Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern and can be seen on Fox and Motor
10: Racing Network.
0: Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so...
6: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
3: Welcome to hour number two of the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And uh, yeah, I'm catching my breath here because uh, it's going to be a bender of uh, of an hour number two. Kick things off right out of the gate. We got Lindsey Brewer, um, amazingly talented race car driver who also happens to be an Instagram influencer. She's going to be on the show for a couple of segments. Then we're going to have Aaron Plessinger on the show as well, coming off a massive podium in supercross at Daytona. So, uh, man, couple of uh, all killer, no filler double hitters uh, right here, uh, you know, pulling out uh, in our number two. So, looking forward to uh, having both of them on the show. And uh man, I I love all killer no filler segments so or shows like today. So, yeah. If you got any questions for them at Jim Beaver 15 hit that and uh yeah, it'll uh it'll be uh yeah, it'll it'll come right to me and uh yeah, it'll go right to them. Um that being said, uh like I said before, I I got a lot of events coming up where we're going to I'm going to be at Supercross, uh going to be at Bristol, I'm going to be at Dirtfish twice. Uh, twice in like a two week stretch, uh, two trips to Seattle. I've uh, Got Silver State three hundred. Man, we got a lot coming up uh, on my program, as and so uh, looking forward to uh, that. So uh, if you're gonna be at any of those events, anything like that, hit me up, man. Let me know. And um, anything you guys want to talk about on the show. But uh, speaking of Dirtfish, they're a big partner in the show. We got a hundred acre wood rally coming up. Uh, they're uh, you know check out their website, tune in DirtFish.com. They're gonna have full coverage of the hundred acre wood rally. Um, but uh, that being said, uh, you know, you're looking to go to Dirt Fish like me? Yeah, well, I go, and most of the pros in the industry have been there as well. Uh, use that uh, coupon code Beaver 15 and that's going to get you 15% off at Dirt Rally School for any and all classes. That's Jim Beaver 15 That's going to get you 15% off at Dirt Fish Rally. Rally school. Looking for some more discounts from our partners as well? Well, this show is being presented by our good friends at Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Jim Beaver at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use that code Jim Beaver. And uh, say aloha to uh, your new beautiful uh, Manscaped body um, there at Manscaped. So, yeah, we are going to uh, take a short commercial break. We come back. We're coming out swinging. Lindsay Brewer. Yeah, she's going to be locked in right here on the show after the break on the General Tire Down and Dirty radio show powered by Polaris Razor. Grab some full of bourbon. We'll see you after the break.
7: From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big, balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly.
3: I'd like to welcome one of my guests to the show this week, uh, Lindsay Brewer, who I've uh, been aware of for quite some time, but uh, stoked to have you on the show because you are finally back to racing race cars, so that's a good thing.
16: (laughs) Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm finally back racing. It's been awesome.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, we've got a lot to talk about, and you know, I I guess my first question, this will be my lead-in, and I kind of want to go back to the start and how you got racing, and we'll go to present day, but... You took a massive amount of time off in the you know right as your career is getting started. You went to college. You did the smart thing. I, I give you a lot of credit for that. <laughs> um, you've got your backup plan. You go and you get a degree from uh, you know San Diego State University, business degree. But you know how was that? Because a lot of people, you you know, you're in your prime. You know, it's just kind of people are starting to recognize you. You're winning these races then it's like, boom, let's pause things. Let's go to college. Let's do the right thing. And now you've graduated. You're coming back to racing. I mean, how hard was that to take that window of time off and now try and re-kickstart things, you know?
16: Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely difficult. Um, you know, I started racing when I was 12, Raced in high school, was really starting to win some races at the beginning of my college career. And yeah, it was really difficult to kind of take that break, but you know, my parents wanted me to do that. They know I loved racing, but they always told me how important it was to get my college degree. So, you know, I, I was planning on racing and going to college, but things just got a little too crazy. I wasn't able to, um, you know, getting sponsorship is the hardest part about racing. It's It takes a lot of money. So I wasn't able to attend races and get my face and name out there in order to get sponsors because I don't come from a family background of racing. Um, so I think the hardest part for me was just the fact I was so busy in school I wasn't able to get sponsors. It was definitely a challenge uh, to take that break. But, you know, I I feel like everything happens for a reason, and I'm happy to be back now in this time of my life. And, yeah, I'm ready to go. So it's, it's all good.
3: Yeah. Well, and I guess during this time in college, like we should mention, like, you know, you. You were a racer before any of the Instagram or any of this social media fame <laughs> yeah. happened, right? So you stop racing, and I'm sure you yeah. had a social following before college. But you go to college, and then all of a sudden now coming out of college, you've got 2 million social media followers. So I, I got to think, <laughs> like, that's definitely benefiting you now with the sponsorship conversation because you and I both know my personal racing career, I go into a meeting, you know, They don't even, it's not so much looking at your, they do look at your record. They they look at how good you are, but they want to see that social media number first and foremost to know, Hey, you know, we're going to get substance out of this person, whether they win or lose, you know? And I think a lot of people kind of, kind of forget now that the, that actually factors into it. They're determined that on ROI. So I got to think with you now, it's actually, I don't want to say easy because it's not an easy business proposition. So sponsorship, but maybe it cracks the door open just a little bit more because yours is so big now.
16: Yeah, definitely. I, I, I Like I said, everything happens for a reason. So I, I went into college with about 10,000 followers, which is actually, you know, for a kid in high school, that was a lot, yes. especially back in 2014, 2015. So I, I did get that from my, my racing, and then it just exponentially blew up. You know, I went to school at San Diego State in a sorority. We were at the beach taking photos. So I felt like, um, yeah, I definitely grew my following for, you know, the modeling, the bikini, all that stuff. And it has helped. I've been able to amass a large following. I, I definitely agree it has helped um catch the eye of brands and catch the eye um of sponsors. So that's definitely, like you said, very beneficial. And, you know, the the most difficult part I'd have to say would be that people um have gotten to know me for that side of me and not for racing because I did take such a large break. And so then all of a sudden when I started getting back into racing, they're like, Who is this poser pretending to be a race car driver? Like who is this random model, like Insta model, trying to, you know, be a race car driver? And I was always known, you know, back in high school as being Lindsay Brewer, the, the race car driver, not Lindsay Brewer, the Instagram model. So it kind of gets a little confusing there. And I, and I still do love modeling. I still love being in my bikini. So I, it's, it's kind of a balance there on my social media. I, I feel like I definitely have to be a little more serious now. And, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited. I think it definitely uh, has helped having my social media following for all this.
3: Yeah. Well, and you know and and when those questions come, I mean, I got to think like you know, I, I'm an agent for some athletes. I see what happens. Uh, you know, and and one of them happens to be a female, and I see some of the stuff that comes across through DMs, and and you know, and and I've got <laughs> friends, and they and I like to me, it blows my mind, like that that men would send stuff like this, and women, like they attack other women, and it's like it blows my mind. But yeah, I gotta, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I gotta think like you, you you've developed some thick skin because of it, you know, and, and you brush it off. But I I got a feeling like they can attack you on certain things. You're like ah oh, whatever, but they attack you as a race car driver. It's like it's on. No, like yeah. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, that's exactly. that's a sacred cow. You don't you don't call me out on my racing skills, right? <laughs>
16: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't mind when people are like, oh, like they they critique my looks or whatever, all that. But when you attack, you know, racing and stuff like that, it does hit you a little harder. But I have developed a very thick skin, and I've always known I'm very good at that. So I, I always think I'm like any sane, normal person would just never get on someone else's random Instagram and comment, things like that. Like yeah. no one, I know that's normal would ever do that. So I, I don't really take it seriously. I'm like, okay, you have to be a weirdo to be able to do that. Yeah, they,
3: they're, they're struggling with things, but let, <laughs> let, let's go back to the start. Cause I want to know, like you, you'd said, your family didn't come from racing. Um, you know, you know, so this is kind of, it was all new to you. How did you get bit by the racing bug at such a young age with your family? Not necessarily, you know, your dad wasn't a race car driver, things like that. Like how, how did you get bit by the bug and, and get into this crazy vortex of motorsports?
16: Yeah, I mean, it definitely is a bug. Honestly, it's so addicting. Uh, I got into racing. I went to a go-kart track when I was 11, um, for a birthday party, you know, one of those outdoor ones. That everyone has birthday parties at and I grew up snowmobiling four-wheeling I'm from Colorado so I always my family always loved toys you know boating yeah. four-wheeling snowmobiling jet ski all that so I grew up doing that and so when I went to this birthday party I was like wow these go karts are so much fun and I saw the ones that you can own that are quicker you know like mini max it was called at the time and rotax
8: yeah.
16: um so I asked the kid I was like oh can I uh can I drive that cart? and the dad let me drive it and I ended up being quicker than he was. So (laughs) that's when they knew they're like, okay, she actually has some talent in this. And you know, um, the track owners like you need to buy her a cart. Like she actually can do this. So my dad ended up getting me a cart and I did my first racing series when I was 12 and I won the regional championship my first year. So that's when we really knew we're like, okay, I can really do something with this. Um, I raced in mini max and then Rotax junior, which is still the single speed, Rotax and then I moved up to shifter karts when I was around 15 and that was my favorite type of karting it is so intense it was I did a lot of the Scusa series and it was so much fun it's a whole different animal than Rotax and so I think I learned a lot of driving skill and um racecraft there and then I started testing you know doing open wheel stuff USF 2000 Formula 4 then I started racing some legend cars My freshman year and that's kind of yeah the beginning of it all
3: yeah so fast forward now you come back and obviously what you're doing now is complete different discipline than when you let off i mean how's that transition been into doing the touring car stuff and things like that
16: yeah i mean i'm i'm so used to open wheel cars and um I raced in the Celine Cup in 2019, which is a rear-wheel drive sports car. I've tested in GT4, which is rear-wheel drive. So it was a completely different animal getting into these touring cars. I'm in a Honda Civic Type R, so it's front-wheel drive. And so the driving style is completely different. You know, when you get oversteer and the rear end of your car is going out, you're not supposed to add a bunch of throttle because that will just upset the car even more. But um, in these front-wheel drives, you can because it's front-wheel drive and it can just pull you out of that um, situation kind of. So it's been... It's been a struggle and it's a full manual, so I'm out there uh shifting gears and there's a lot to think about and I'm used to, you know, paddle shifter or, or in my go kart, it's just a sequential uh clutch to start. So it's it's definitely been a lot of fun. It's definitely been a different animal to tackle, but I, I think, you know, I've adapted to it well and I'm excited for this year because it just I, I really do like the cars.
3: Yeah, well, I think what out of the box took a top ten. I know, like some of your practice lap times are top three ish. Uh, You know, you got to feel pretty, pretty happy with your first result coming out of uh, you know kind of a a three to four year layoff, right?
16: Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a little rusty. Um, My racecraft wasn't where it should be, and I was kind of beating myself up about that because I usually that's usually a strong point with me, and I think that's going to happen to anyone who takes a few years off but yeah the lap times were there the pace is good no one can deny like that the talent is there you know not to to my but like it just takes practice and, and race craft takes practice and experience so I'm really excited uh yeah this, this previous race you know t- I'm happy with sixth place top 10 finish but I am looking to podium this year I'm looking to win races so yeah I'm looking forward to doing that and I think we can we have the car the team's great Skip Barber Racing and Clubhouse—they they've done an awesome job, so I think we definitely can do it.
3: All right, Lindsay, we got to uh, pump the brakes for a second, but I want to—I uh, definitely want to come back to this conversation. We're going to do it, but uh, those of you listeners, yes, uh, we will be back with more Lindsay Brewer right after this short break, right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
9: And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equals healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov/sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration.
1: 800-754-4531.
3: Welcome back to the General Tire Down to 30 Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, Locked, loaded here with uh, with Lindsey Brewer on the show. I know, Lindsey, we we're talking, uh, you know, before the break. And I got to tell you, I'm kind of impressed with the series you're running. I mean, uh, you get to go and race at some of the most marquee blockbuster racetracks and venues around the country this year. That's got to have you pretty stoked.
16: I know. I think I'm mostly excited for Circuit of the Americas, and I, I've been practicing. That's the track I've been practicing on um, the past few months. That's kind of a, a track that Skip Barber is based out of, and I, every time I'm on that track, I feel like a Formula One driver because it's <laughs> the only one in the U.S. they run on, and I'm like, woo, especially when I'm driving the open-wheel cars they have. I'm like, I'm a Formula One driver. <laughs> so, fu- so much fun. But yeah, the tracks are awesome, and it's really cool to run along SRO and see the GT cars and see where I can uh go to, you know?
3: Yeah. You, you do anything, uh, you know, I know obviously i racing and the sim sim rigs and stuff like that have become really popular. I mean I've got a big investment over there, but have you done anything in the sim space to, you know, in between races, things like that?
16: So I just got my simulator, um my first simulator from Sparco. I'm so excited. It's uh it's a great sim and I'm setting it up right now uh, and I'm setting up iRacing so I will be on iRacing and I will be doing a lot of sim driving in between races because I think that does make a big difference too, especially getting to know the tracks I'm going to be on that I haven't driven before so I'm really excited to work on that. Yeah.
3: Awesome. I'll, off the air, I'll have to send you, we've got a discord group for my team, but it's got guys like Chad Reed and Pastrana and, uh, you know, and Ed Carpenter and, um, you know, it's got some real yeah. world racers in there, but we got this community and we all talk trash and they, you know, give each other pointers, stuff like that. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, there's like 50 of us in there, but I'll send you an invite to it once you get everything set up so you can go in there and just start talking trash yes. with everybody.
16: The funny thing is I have to practice on the same cause it's like I, for some reason, um, I get a little nauseous sometimes on the simulator and, it's, and so I need to practice and before I race against the, the big dogs I, I definitely am interested send me that yes
3: yeah do you have uh do you have uh are you doing screens or are you doing the full like VR headset I can't do the VR stuff like that gets I do, me all no crazy. I can't do
16: I can't do it I do the screens um I'm getting used to it but yeah it's, it's, it's definitely a lot different for me the feeling of driving it than a car even the nicest one I've been on you know it's just but it, it does help learn the track and stuff, but it does make you a little nauseous. I've
3: noticed. <laughs> You've got the barf back <laughs> next to the, next to the, I know right? just
16: next to me. I'm like, all right, I'm oh ready. I'm gosh. ready to go.
3: <laughs> That's, you need to put a GoPro over the top of things just because it'd be, I don't know. Th- th- this is a story. For another day. We're going down a rabbit hole. We probably should not go down, but yeah, that would be funny. Uh, you want to go viral <laughs> on social media? There you go.
16: <laughs> there you go. There oh, you go.
3: Man. Um, So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you're racing, Uh, we got some races coming up. I I do want to go back kind of to talking about the social media thing, because I'm looking at like your sponsors, obviously Clubhouse, you know, they're, you know, a big partner in your program, things like that. But I got to think with your social following, it's kind of dynamic where, like, you know, I've got 60,000 followers on Instagram, mine are largely endemic motorsports people, right? Yours are yes, non-endemics. Yes. You know, you you do have people like me who follow you because of the racing and things like yeah, that. Yeah, of but course. But I got to think that, you know, this actually benefits you when you go to pitch, say, a sponsor outside of uh, the endemic. I mean, everybody's going after the tire and the wheel and the oil companies and, you know, the parts yeah. companies, things like that. But you can take this and package it to some Fortune 500 company selling something to women through a grocery store or something like that. You know, and I got to think because you're following so different, like that's actually going to be a big benefit
16: yes i agree there's there's definitely good and bad to that so yeah like you said it's it's good because i have a wide range of demographics with people and their interests that i'm able to you know pitch that to sponsors and we're able to do that but then on the flip side there's also a lot of people that follow me for the wrong reasons and they're like why don't you post me bikini photos like what is this we don't care you know like i feel like I like the, I love the um, racing fans who follow me because I feel like they're actual fans of me, not just my body, I guess, you know, or whatever, the photos. I feel like the racing fans actually genuinely care about what I'm doing. And so, it, yeah, there is a flip side of both. And, you know, I I'm, I'm, I appreciate all the people who follow me.
3: Yeah. So, that being said, obviously, uh, you know, you're spending this year in touring cars. I mean, what, I guess, you know, you've got to have in your head, you know, kind of the ladder you would like to see your career career progress I mean what uh uh, you know how do you see things going here I know you know I've read stuff where ultimately you'd love to be an IndyCar at some point I mean what what's the what's the ladder you've got in your mind in a perfect world if the right sponsor came in to help you fund this deal where you know where are you heading
16: yeah um so I like you said the ultimate goal is probably IndyCar because I've always I've always dreamed of that I think it's a great program um I think my dream ladder I definitely want to get some racecraft experience in the lower series before I just jump in and you know I, I want to do well and I want to win races when I'm there so I think doing this year touring cars doing some um GT4 experiences I'm going to be potentially racing some open wheel stuff this year as well um maybe some formula 4 maybe some we'll see you know so especially uh, we're going to for sure be testing those so ideally I can kind of transfer over to the road to Indy side, do, you know, maybe Indy Pro 2000. It's I believe, yeah. And then I think Indy car Indy life and then Indy car. So I think hopefully in a three year progression, I could get to Indy car. If I, if I kind of do some testing and training this year and then transfer over to the Indy ladder series, you know, that, so, and then of course I, I do love sports car racing. So I would love to be able to do some, IMSA stuff some SRO stuff as well GT racing so that's kind of yeah IndyCar is definitely definitely the end goal I think I want to hop over to the ladder the Indy ladder in the next year or two yeah
3: well and you know here's here's a question you took a few years off and it it actually may have benefited you and I know we started the show 10 years ago and uh when we did part of it was like you know let's try and Empower some of the amazing, talented female and motorsport females in motorsport, and and you know I like to think that you know over the last ten years, not in, just in general, the industry has changed. There's been a shift going on, and I I almost think like you know you taking three or four years off may have actually benefited you because I think the industry now in regards to women and, and we shouldn't even be having this conversation. Yeah, we shouldn't yeah, even be having course. this conversation. Yeah. But I feel like it's turned a corner now, and I feel like you know women are looked at as equals, and I think it's it's been a yeah. long long time coming but i mean do you feel that way like when you first started out you know when you were 12 13 years old you know you were probably oh there's the girl on the racetrack you know you were like the token girl like what the hell is she doing out there but i mean you feel like now when you're racing like you're treated just like the guys are which is a great thing that's the way it should be
16: yeah exactly you know especially back in the day people would always be like Oh, you, you, you definitely are the fastest girl on the track. You're the fastest girl on the track. I'm like, I don't want to be the fastest girl on the track. I want to be the fastest driver on the track. And I, people always used to say that to me. And I think now, like you said, in 2021, um, the time we're living in, I mean, it's been a long time coming, but women definitely are looked at more as equals and people are becoming more aware of those conversations. So I think it is a really good place to be in, um, in this point in my career. And I, I think, yeah, I'm definitely taken more seriously as a driver, and I also think, you know, um, a big thing that was an issue, they would always be like, oh, look, she's such a pretty girl. She's such a pretty girl. And now I feel like when I'm at the track, that's not always what people focus on. They focus more. Oh, she's actually quick, you know.
3: Yeah, that's. Which is very nice. Yeah, that's always no, nice to be known for being fast, right? <laughs> Mhm that's what I want. Yeah. Okay. So uh you know obviously you got your first round in what's uh, what's the next uh you know couple of weeks what's the next month look like for you what's uh, what's the next race we'll see you at
16: Yeah um so I was very very busy in January and February training for the first race just because it was my first race the next few weeks I am actually going to be home in Orange County which is Nice to take a breather. I'm going to be doing a lot of training off the track. I'm going to be doing be spending a lot of time in the gym. Because it is, it is very physical, as you know. So I'm going to be spending a lot of time in the gym. I'm going to be spending a lot of time in my simulator. I'm going to probably be going out to Coda a couple more times. Probably, probably two or three more times before the, my next race, which is May 1st and 2nd at Coda. That's the next SRO, TC um, America race. Sorry. So I'm just going to be doing a lot of training to better myself. So
3: for next race, yeah yeah that's got to have you excited, I mean be able to race on quote unquote i i don't want to call it your home track, but kind of it's become kind of your home yeah, track yeah, okay, like, it is
16: it's been kind of my home track
3: yeah, yeah that's that's really got to have you excited like it's not i I know i'm come from the off road side of things, and I race you know once to twice a year in my hometown here in Parker. And, uh, it's, it's amazing. Cause I know it like nobody else. And I, you just have that instinctual advantage, even if, you know, it's just yeah, that way. So definitely. it's going to have you excited going in there, like knowing like, Hey, I got a really good shot at doing well here.
16: Exactly. You know, Sonoma, it was my first time ever driving that track and it's very technical, especially in these front wheel drive cars, you get so much understeer. So that was a little bit of a challenge. Um, but I'm really excited for Coda because I've done so many laps there now and uh, I definitely feel a lot more comfortable going into this, this race weekend. So I'm really excited.
3: Awesome. Well, Lindsay, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, pop onto the show. I know you're busy, but uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely fun times. And uh, I don't know, I'll be watching this space and uh, hopefully after your first big podium, we can uh, snag you back on the, back on the show.
16: Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I I hope so. I hope I can snag that podium and come back here.
3: (laughs) Well, big thanks to uh, Lindsay for taking the time out of her crazy busy schedule to uh, come on the show, but, uh, definitely, uh, definitely one to follow on Instagram. I think it's Lindsay Marie Brewer. I mean, she's got like one and a half million Instagram followers, something like that. So definitely worth, uh, worth the follow there. It's a mix of uh, modeling stuff and race car stuff and, uh, yeah, pretty much something for everybody but uh, rock solid uh you know uh Instagram following there. So, uh, yes, do want to take a short commercial break. It'll be uh, Aaron Plessinger. Uh, we come back. Do want to remind you, though, the show being brought to you by our good friends at Manscaped. Use the coupon code Jim Beaver at Manscaped.com, and that's going to get you 20% off and free shipping. That's Jim Beaver at Manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. And with that, we're going to take a short commercial break, and uh, Aaron Plessinger, he'll be on the show when we we'll return right here to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Police. Laris Razor
15: Come now.
1: That's 800-846-2153.
0: Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free.
1: That's
6: 800-760-1845. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler.
3: Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome uh, one of my guests who's uh, coming off of a, a pretty damn big weekend uh, in Daytona, Aaron to the line. How's everything going, my man? Hey, Jim. It's going awesome, man.
5: Just uh, got out here to Dallas yesterday and uh, waiting to get back on that gate and do uh, something similar to what I did in Daytona.
3: i got to say, I felt like Daytona was a little bit of redemption for you. There's a lot going in, but... I mean, finally, to uh, to to check that notch, be on the podium, you know, in uh, in the premier division of Supercross, man, that's got to feel pretty damn good right now.
5: Oh yeah, I mean, it, it feels great, uh, especially with being with uh, with the class being as as stacked as it is right now, and um, with everybody riding so good, um, I am ecstatic to to get to be up on the podium and especially after a rough, uh, two years, um, man, it was, it was so sweet. It was, it was an awesome ride. I felt great the whole time. And, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hungry for more.
3: Well, and let's talk about that because, I mean, um, you know, go back a couple years and you had an absolute dominant season on the 250s. I mean, one it's a Supercross title. You won a Motocross title. I mean, you're about as dominant as you can be, right? You move up, and I think a lot of people – on the outside they don't realize how massive of a step it is moving from 250 to 450 you went from being the most dominant rider to uh now you've got you know an entire gate full of guys just as good as you are i mean how has that transition been because i mean we've seen some really great riders you and 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 many others where it takes a couple of years sometimes to get your footing on a 450 and really get things figured out right
5: oh yeah definitely it was
3: it was definitely a
5: um uh, a tough transition, uh, but it was, uh, it was, it was a lot of stuff combined. You know, my, my confidence wasn't where it was needed to be. And then um, just a few other things along the line, but I feel like now um, being where I'm at, at this moment, uh, I think this is where I should have started off uh, two years ago. And um, now it's, it's definitely a, a tough tough transition uh a lot of people don't really understand uh how tough it is but when when you have um 20 20 past champions on the line and um they've been in the class for years it uh it definitely makes it a lot harder to uh to compete with those guys and when you've been looking up to those guys for for so long and then now you're racing them it uh definitely rattles you a little bit when they come up behind you
3: yeah. Well, what's what's different about this year? Because, you know, this is your third year, you know, in the 450 division. I mean, what, what's the biggest difference this year? I mean, you've had some successes. You know, you've been kind of right around the podium, you know, in top five, things like that. But what, what's the biggest difference for you and the team this year? Because, I mean, I feel like you're riding at such a high level this year, man. Yeah, so um,
5: the, the the last two years, um, it was a uh, factory Yamaha. And, uh, they, they did a great job, you know, they, they did what they could. And, um, it was, uh, you know, it just didn't stack up to what we were, uh, what we were up against and we needed some, some fresh new ideas to, uh, kind of switch the bike around and, and kind of, uh, update us a little bit. So star racing came in, they are, uh, the team that i was on on 250s and that i had all this success with so they came in and now i'm working with old uh old friends pretty much and they had some really really good ideas our our suspension chassis guy is is insane you know he has the the great ideas to um to get the bike where it is right now and um it's uh It's awesome. It's, it's, it's doing whatever I needed to do whenever I needed to do it. And, uh, I was, that, that made my confidence spike, you know, coming into Daytona and, um, this, this year, it's just been kind of a testing site, if you would. And we are getting the bike to where it needs to be. And I don't think it's at its full potential right now um even though it it feels so so good but i think there is some bigger things to come and uh i'm really excited for it
3: yeah well you know and and that being said uh you know how do you take that momentum obviously daytona is one of the toughest tracks all year long it's generally stretched out it's a little bit longer you know how do you take that momentum from daytona and apply it to uh you know what we're going to see what is it three races in a row here at dallas
5: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to take this, uh, the, the momentum that I gained in in Daytona and just pretty much put it full force into this one. You know, uh, like you said, Daytona is one of the, one of the toughest races, if not the toughest race all year long. And if I can do it there, I can damn sure do it anywhere else, you know? And, uh, Daytona was more super crossy this year than than I've seen it in, in a while and um i think that momentum will will carry over and and it'll uh the bike is going to work great and i'm going to get some good starts and um you know my confidence is is through the roof right now
3: so, you know, moving into, uh, you know, I, I keep calling it Dar- Dallas, Arlington, you know, pretty much the same thing. But, you know, moving into Arlington this weekend, we've got, uh, you know, we got a round Saturday, got around Tuesday, turn around, got another round Saturday. It's three rounds in basically seven days, a lot of points on the line. I mean, this is something kind of different than we saw. You know, we saw it last year, you know, the pandemic, and it's kind of stuck around a little bit. But a rider like you, I mean, this kind of. Your entire career, you've had a routine going into uh, you know going into Supercross season, and you know it was every Saturday preparing for it. I mean, something like this where there's so many, so much racing crammed into one week. I mean, how are you approaching this stretch we've got coming up, knowing there's a lot of points on the line? I mean, it throws your normal weekly routine out of the way. Uh, I mean, h- how is a guy like you? How do you you know ensure that you're at your t- you know your peak uh, for each each round coming up?
5: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the three rounds is definitely different. Um, you know, we, we got a taste of it in salt Lake last year, but, uh, it is definitely uh, not the normal schedule. So, uh, we've had, uh, two, I think two of them like this already, uh, Houston and Indianapolis. And, you know, it's, it's more about recovery, uh, on these weeks that, that it's back to back like this. It's it's a lot about recovery. Like you, you don't really want to do, um, any like strenuous activities, uh, as far as like going on long bike rides or anything like that. You, you definitely want to keep loose and and keep nimble. Um, we usually do, you know, a little 30 minute spin, uh, each day and then just kind of relax, recover, sleep as much as you can. And, uh, try and ease your mind, um, because it is definitely a lot of adrenaline in a, uh, uh, a span of 10 days. So, um, yeah, recovery is the biggest important or the most important part. And, um, yeah. And then, uh, getting on race day and, and trying to feel good.
3: Yeah. So that being said, obviously you got this stretch coming up. Uh, you know, you you've moved up in the points now. You're sitting there seventh in points, not too far out of sixth, I think, uh, you know, and, and really, you know, starting to narrow the gap, man. I mean, how how are you approaching this stretch now? We're we're about the midway point here, uh, you know, a little past the midway point. How you how are you approaching this next stretch knowing that uh you can continue to chip away here?
5: Yeah, it, it excites me. Um, you know, I was I was talking to uh Carmichael and and Lee Diffie, um, the other day, and they told me I was, uh, I was 26 points ahead of where I was last year at this exact moment. And, um, they were saying, you know, that's a, that's, that's a big step and a big jump from, from just a year. And, uh, you know, I, um, I'm just, I'm just going to take it as it is and I'm going to push as hard as I can. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully end up on the box a lot more than, uh, than the beginning of the season. Cause this back stretch is, is really important. And I wanted to, uh, prove to the guys that I can, I can do it at every race, not just one. And, um, I have a feeling that it's going to be a really, really good three races on this, uh, Dallas dirt or Arlington dirt. And then uh, we're going to go have us a break and then come back swinging in Atlanta. And I'm, I'm super excited about Atlanta. Um, that's another outdoor say or outdoor NASCAR stadium, if you will. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one, but um, yeah, I'm going to try to uh, put it on the box as much as I can here in here in Dallas and, and uh, try and work my way into that top five in the points. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, and talking about Atlanta and, you know, talked about Daytona and I, you know, watching it, you know, not obviously being a Supercross rider, but, you know, it definitely did look, you know, more Supercross, as you said, than than traditionally. Daytona's always in the past. I always thought was, you know, kind of the bridging of the gap between outdoors and, you know, outdoors and Supercross. But this year, a little bit different. But as a rider, how does that, you know, obviously going to Atlanta, you know what I mean? It's probably going to be, you know, like you said, a little, it's kind of another outdoorsy type, you know, with Supercross mixed in. I don't know. How do you? as a rider, you're in supercross mode, man. How do you, how do you approach those events? Cause it is a little bit different.
5: Yeah, it definitely is different. And, um, you know, before Daytona, we, uh, we were at, uh, we were in Georgia at the, um, at the farm and we made us a little outdoor kind of sand section, um, made it really, really rough. And, uh, we just, kind of practice that set the bike up a little bit for, for that, but still focusing on supercross and, um, trying to get the bike good in both aspects. And then, um, you know, we did a good job at that, but just getting ready for that rough, rough terrain is, is so important because, you know, you know, Daytona is going to be really rough because it has no bottom. It's, uh, it's all sand. Um, and then they add in that, that beach sand, uh, with the, with the black sand. So, uh, just getting ready for that, that rough and rutted conditions is so important. And, um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll maybe do a little bit. I'll have to look at the track map and, uh, we'll we'll go over it with the team, but, um, yeah, we might do something similar for Atlanta. Um, Hopefully, uh, it is a little bit more fast-paced and and gets really rough, and um, there might be a chance of rain. So that'll be a good, (laughs) good, uh, good one for me. But uh, either way, um, I'm going to like it, and it's going to be a good three rounds in Atlanta too.
3: Yeah, and uh, you know, one last question before we let you go. Um, But looking at something like you know Arlington this week, and is this it? affect you at all, and you know I really don't know if it does or not, but you you show up, you race the track on Saturday, then you come around and you're used to the venue you're used to location you walk in a couple days later completely different track layout i mean do you is it tough to make that adjustment or is it just like you know any other round where you're going from track to track and it's completely different
5: uh it's it's a little weird for sure, but um the way that that we're wired um you know as soon as the adrenaline kicks in and we get out on that track um we've we've been doing it for so long it kind of just becomes a uh another um natural thing that happens we just uh we just get out on the track kinda look at the jumps the first two laps go ahead and and get them over with and then uh add some speed to it so um you know it's not not so much a big deal but it definitely uh, some obstacles will give you a give you a uh,
3: run for your money. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, buddy. Good luck this weekend in Arlington. I will be on site on Tuesday. Uh, looking forward to uh, to watching you battle for some more podiums, man.
5: All righty. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate you having me on. All right. You too.
3: Man, big uh, big shout-out to uh, Aaron Plessinger for calling into the show today. Great, great run there he had in Daytona. With that, I am going to take a short commercial break, and we'll be back with more after this on the General Tire Down a Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
10: Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-200-5818. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt free faster than you ever thought possible. Without debt consolidation or bankruptcy, we depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-258-18. That's 1-800-258-18.
11: 1-800-258-18. I don't even recognize myself anymore.
12: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
11: Hey, look. I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill. But I was out of options.
12: I I just want to tell him...
1: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
13: Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. That's REXMD.com. dot com.
3: Welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And uh, I don't know if you can pack much more into a show. Lindsey Brewer, Aaron Plesser, Tiffany Stone, me ranting and raving about who knows what at this point. But uh, yes, good show had by all. Thank you guys for the continued support. And uh, thanks to our good friends and all of our partners here. General Tire, Polaris Razor, Vision Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirt Optimus Starters, our good friends at iRacing, GSPX, TV Axles, Manscaped, Fistful of Bourbon, don't forget Manscaped.com. Use the coupon code Jim Beaver. That'll get you twenty percent off plus free shipping. That's Jim Beaver at Manscaped.com. Twenty percent off and free shipping. Our good friends at Dirtfish. You want to go up there and uh, you know get uh, get behind the wheel with some badass Subaru rally cars. Yep. Use the coupon code Jim Beaver fifteen, and that will get you fifteen percent off at Dirtfish Rally School. That is uh, Jim Beaver fifteen, and that'll get you fifteen percent off at Dirtfish Rally School. And uh, yes. Uh, we are, uh, we're, we're gonna call it a day here. I am headed out to Supercross in Dallas or in Arlington. I'll be at the dirt track at Bristol. Lots going on and, uh, lots of fun to be had by me. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll probably have a best of next week on the show, but, um, yeah, this week, man, we are, uh, uh, we are uh, all killer, no filler. I guess this is a, a pretty solid one to sign off on if you're ever going to sign off on a show. But uh, yes, thank you guys. I am at Jim Beaver 15. If you want to follow along on the shenanigans uh, of my adventures, uh, we've got another one for the show too. It's a Down and Dirty Show, but Jim Beaver 15 is probably the best one to follow. Uh, we're all over the place: YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Um, Twitter also got a Facebook group uh, that you can follow and uh, keep the dialogue going over there. Uh make sure and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts and thanks to all our listeners uh you know on Podcast One, uh, SiriusXM, American Forces Network, uh, just everybody that uh, continues to support the show, Uh, Sports Byline. Yeah, we get uh, lots of good stuff going on, and uh, thank you guys for the continued support of the show. But I'm going to sign off for this week, and we'll see you next time. You guys have a safe week, great weekend, and uh, we'll be back with more right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. See you next time.
4: Boxing fans, MMA fans, check out Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35 years of radio presence. Find out why each and every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time when Pedro Fernandez takes over the Sports Byline Airwaves with Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts.